Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. If you have your Bibles, we're turning to the book of 1 Kings, chapter number 18. 1 Kings, chapter number 18, and verse 42. Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth. He put his face between his knees and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot, and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. I want to preach on the subject, nothing. Everybody, can you say that with me? Nothing. Nothing. Amen. Nothing. But there really isn't nothing. When we have God, there's something. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. And you may be seated. Nothing. You know the word nothing. You know the, did you know it means nothing? It's a big revelation. It means a lot of things, but it means not anything. It means no thing. Uh, it means one of no interest, value, or consequence. Something that does not exist. The absence of all magnitude and quantity. None, zero, zilch, zip, and nada. And like I used to say, nada tostada. Amen. And that's a very sad situation when there's nothing in the realm of tostadas or whatever. Praise God. Amen. But when somebody uses the word nothing, it typically has a negative connotation to it. You know, hey, I got nothing. Or, hey, there's nothing happening. Or, you know, I don't see nothing coming my way. Or even kids, when you ask them, amen. Hey, what are you up to, young man? Nothing. Well, you know there's something there. Amen. That's not really nothing. Amen. But still, nothing is nothing a lot of times when we say it. But the Bible said, amen, we need to remember that nothing has ever been a problem with God. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. We see nothing and we, we, we know, panic sometimes. We worry sometimes. We get anxious sometimes, amen, but God, he dealt with nothing for a long time, and he knows what to do with it, praise amen. God. Colossians 1:17. he's before all things, and by him all things consist. So if he's before all things, and he was there, amen, when there was nothing, think about that, a long time ago, amen, there was nothing except God, now that'll blow your mind, Amen. God is a creator, and he has a lot of experience with working with nothing. 
John chapter 1 verse 3, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Colossians 1 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. You know, inventors, you know, I, I'm fascinated by inventions and, and new things and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's amazing how, how, how things are still being invented. There's so many things. Amen. You would think it would all be done by now, but it's just by leaps and bounds with technology and so forth. But inventors make things out of things that already exist. But God makes things out of nothing. Praise God. Romans 4, 17. God who calleth those things which are not as though they were. Another translation said it this way. God who creates uh, new things out of nothing. So when God said, let there be, right, way back in the beginning, it became what he said. There was nothing there before he uttered those words. Amen. But when he said it, it became it. Praise God. And that's why we got to hang on to the word of God. Because the word of God is a creative force. The word of God will make things. Praise God. Hallelujah. Genesis 1-3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Hey, look at that. And he said, he goes, let there be this and let there be that. And God said to do this and God said to do that. And then we had oceans and then we had fish and then we had animals and birds and trees and grass and all kinds of stuff because God said, let it be so. Amen. And even when God created the earth, he hung it on nothing. The Bible said, Job 26, 7, he stretches out the north over the empty space and he hangs the earth on nothing. Amen. If you, if you were as big as God, you could go up in the sky, right up, up to, uh, beyond the earth. I and mean, if you could have your hands on both sides of the earth, look, no strings. Ta-da. No string. It's just hanging up there. It's on nothing. Amen. But it's something because God put it up there. Praise God. It might like look like nothing, but it's something. Amen. When God's involved, he will always make a way where there seems to be no way. He will make something out of nothing. So when you have nothing, amen, or seems to be nothing going on in your situation, don't lose heart. When you have nothing, don't give up. Amen. When you have nothing, keep your faith in God. Amen. Because God can do something with your nothing. Praise God. When Peter and the guys, uh, in the, you know, Peter and James and John, professional fishermen, you know, second generation, his parents, uh, uh, his dad was a fisherman, amen, and, and uh, you know, experienced fishermen. They, they, they fished all day and into the evening, and they caught nothing, and they knew what they were doing, amen. Praise God. And then uh, Jesus came to them, and they, were, they pulled in the boats. They were all... Uh, disappointed and they were all frustrated because they're, they're bone tired and they have nothing to show for it. Ain't that was their livelihood and they're cleaning, they're bringing all their nets in and cleaning them all up. Amen. And Jesus said to Simon Peter in Luke chapter five, verse four, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. You know, and these guys are exhausted. Amen. But Simon answered and said to him, master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Amen. Nevertheless, he had enough smarts. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll let down the net. Yeah. 
Amen. Jesus told him to let down your nets. And he, he, he goes, he was just going to like, I'm going to humor Jesus. I'll let down one net. And, you know, because I don't want to have to clean a bunch of nets up again and bring them, you know, bring them back with nothing. Amen. But he was almost, but he did obey the word. There's something about even when my mind says uh, yes. nothing and no, yes. uh, amen, my heart's got to obey. Amen. Yes. Even when it doesn't make sense, whatever yes. God says, if you'll do it, yes. it'll happen for you. Praise God. And so he let down one net. And when he had done this, they caught a great number of fish in their net. And the net was breaking. Man, they were pulling that net up. The boat was sinking. He should have put more nets down. Because when God says put the nets down, you better put them down. Amen. Amen. When God says revival's happening. When God says he's going to bless your finances. When God says he's going to do this or that. You got to do it. Praise yes. God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. This is not in my notes, but I just, this just came to me. There's a story in the Old Testament, amen, where a, a lady and her sons, uh, it was in the midst of a, a, a very big uh, famine, and they didn't have any oil. They didn't have anything. Amen. And, and the Bible, the man of God told the woman, he said, hey, go and borrow vessels, not a few, not just a couple. You go get as many empty vessels, empty pots and, and pans and, and whatever else they use for to, to hold things back then. Amen. You get as many as you can. And they got all kinds. Amen. And because they got all kinds, God blessed them and filled all those vessels with oil. And they went and sold the oil and they were out of their jam and out of their debt. Praise God. Now he said, get, get them many vessels, not a few. And if they would have just said, well, I'm just going to get one or two because I don't really believe this is going to happen, but I'll just, no, don't be like that. Right. Amen. Yeah. When God says, Get many. When yes. God says nets, plural, amen, yes. let's put it out there. It might look yes. foolish. Yes. Everybody said, hey, you didn't catch anything. You already fished. Thank you, All the other fit professional fishermen are probably looking at Peterson. What are you doing going back out again? It's over. We'll try it again tomorrow. No, the Lord says. And when the Lord says, and you know, the Lord's got those, all those fish. All, all these schools of fish. We're just waiting right over there where he told them to throw the nets. And they swam right in there. Amen. God can cause our nothing situation to change in a moment's time to an overwhelming abundance yes. when we trust in and stand on his word. Amen. 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 Now our text passage, it takes place uh, during the time of Elijah the prophet. And Elijah, amen, he had proclaimed a three uh, a three-day, a three-year um, famine. He, he prophesied and said, there's gonna be not going to be rain. There's not going to be anything. Amen. For three years, no rain at my word, he said. And sure enough, there was nothing. It was hard times. And God took care of him during the whole thing. God fed him in different ways and stuff like that. Praise God. But then when the, when the famine was uh, and, the, and the, uh, uh, the drought was over, Amen. That it was time for it to be over. God told uh, uh, Elijah to tell uh, Ahab the king. He said, you better get going because, you know, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. And, and it was still rock hard. It hadn't rained for three years. But he spoke by faith. I hear it. It's coming. 
Amen. It, it, it's coming. Praise God. And so Elijah went to the, after the great victory, he went to the top of Mount Carmel. He sat there and he told his servant, go out to, to where the edge of the sea is and look. Amen. And see what you see. Do you see anything that's going to give you an indication that rain's coming? Praise God. And the servant went out and he came back and he said, nothing. That's him up there. Nothing. Amen. And he went back several times and said, nothing. In fact, he went back six times and said, nothing. I think after six times, it's time to stop praying, right? After six times, it's time to stop. It's time to lose hope. After six times, it's time to throw in the towel. Oh, no. Amen. As a people of God, we can't stop after six, seven, or ten times. We can't lose hope ever. Amen. We got to keep going. We got to believe the word of God. The man of God said, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. It'll be in God's time. And so the prophet said, go back again. And said on the seventh time, he went out there. And then he just, he went out there and he goes, "Woo! I see a little bitty cloud up there. It's about the size of a man's hand, a man's fist. And then, I don't, know, I don't know how excited he was or if that was just, man, I don't know if I've seen things. I don't know if that's any indication. Boy, if that's the rain cloud, it's going to you know, water this one plant right here, amen, or this one area, amen. But he, he, he was excited. He saw something. He ran back to Elijah to the top of the mountain. And he said, I see, a, I, see a, I see something. It doesn't seem like much, but I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. Praise God. Amen. And then he told the servant, hurry up. Go tell Ahab. Get in your chariot and get over to your house quick like because your chariot wheels are going to get bogged down in the mud. What are you talking about? This ground is like Death Valley. It's as hard as a rock. No, those chariot wheels are going to get bogged down in the mud if you don't get on the road right now. Amen. And what did the Bible say? The cloud. The clouds came in and the sky grew dark and the rain came in great abundance. Praise God. It was nothing and then it became something. Well, hallelujah. So even in our situation, if we see even a little glimmer of something, we just see a little indication of our prayers going in that direction. We know that something's happening. Praise yes. God. And God is fulfilling. God is working. God is answering. Amen. Amen. For the Bible said in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Our eyes might be telling us that there's nothing, but our faith and our hope is telling us that God is working on something. Amen. Yes. And this year is going to be the year, amen, that things are resolved, that things are answered, that things are completed, that things, amen, have finally put the bed and put behind us and done and the heavy loads are lifted and we're moving on. In 2021. Because when you have a year of hope, you're going to have a year of answers. Yes. Amen. Because when you hope, and you hope until you yes. see it, it's going to happen. Praise God. Matthew 17, verse 20. So Jesus said to them, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Nothing. Jesus. Praise God. Just faith as a mustard seed. Sometimes we say, boy, my faith is like in need of an overhaul. Or my faith it seems a little weak right now. Well, you know, you don't need faith but as a mustard seed. How big is a mustard seed? There you go. That's a whopping seed, isn't it? You can barely see that seed. Just get that faith. Just keep at least that faith and more. Amen. Amen. Just keep the faith as a mustard seed, and you can be a mountain mover. You can be a tree uprooter and cast into the sea person. Amen. Like the Bible said, you can do things. You just keep that. And he said, nothing will be impossible for you. Amen. And that's interesting the way he says that. Nothing will be impossible. And the next verse, Luke 1.37, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And, we, and that, those two verses kind of tie together. You know, nothing will be impossible for us if we have mustard grain faith. And with God, nothing shall be impossible. But did you know, amen, you can look at that a couple ways. For with God, no thing shall be impossible. And that's the way we typically look at that verse. Or we can also look at, that, look at it this way. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. In other words, with God, amen, when I come to God... And when I have faith and hope in God, when I walk away and when I go away, I will have something. Because nothing is impossible when I move in the Spirit of God. When I hang on His Word. Nothing. That means zero is impossible. I'm going to have something to come away. I'm going to have something, amen, to hold on to. I'm going to have something. Because it's impossible to be a person of God and hang on his word and pray with faith and hope. Amen. And come away with nothing. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Amen. Notice he says, now faith. Amen. And I know what that's saying, but you know what? You can really look at that and say, I need right now faith. Amen. Sometimes we, we have faith for yesterday. Boy, yesterday I believed God, you know, last month or last year. I, I really believed God and woo, I had faith last last. Amen. That's yesterday faith. Oh, I got tomorrow faith. That's, a, that's easy. You know, I, got, well, I, don't, I don't have to muster up the faith now because... Boy, in a, in, you know, by the end of January, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to really have tomorrow faith. But no, you know what? We got today, and that's about it. That's what we got. Amen. We just got a bunch of todays lined up together. Amen. And yesterday, yeah, we learned from it. We move on. Amen. And tomorrow, you know, we look forward to God doing great things. But right now, now faith. Amen. Because I have, I have faith hope right now 
for my situation. Now is the day. Now is the accepted time. Today's the day I'm working on. Today's the day I'm redeeming the time. Today's the day I'm trying to put God first. Today's the day I'm trying to make Him my first love. Today's the day I'm trying to have faith for what I'm believing in. Amen. So that tomorrow I'll see the answer. Praise God. So now faith. When I have now faith, amen. When I have mustard seed faith, it becomes substance. It becomes evidence. Amen. It becomes, it takes the place of what I'm hoping for. And it is the evidence of the things that are not seen yet. Amen. In other words, when I have now faith in God, I'm not going to lose hope. I'm not going to give up. Because I got some substance and evidence. I know it's not like grabbing this pulpit, but it's it's spiritually something tangible. And it's enough to keep me going until I see what I want to see. Until I feel what I want to feel. Until I experience what I want to experience. It's enough. Praise God. It's enough. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. True faith in God is substance and evidence that will allow us to see it, hope for it, and embrace it before it ever happens. So when you have nothing, don't lose hope. Don't lose heart. Amen. Don't think it's all over. Amen. Just one more trip and take a look. Praise God. Well, how many times I've been? You know, we can all say, we like this guy, we've been there seven times or more for the situation. It's okay. One of those times, you're going to see something. You're going to feel something. You're going to get the little nudge. God's going to work it out. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Let's all stand right now. And let's praise the Lord. Let's praise the Lord. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.